What a way to finish the season. A great run of form, followed by a party in the park. 12 points clear of relegation. It feels now, looking back, that we were never in any danger of a bottom three finish. But I'm sure during our season analysis we will conclude that there was a definite squeaky bum time as spring sprung. Tonight we also celebrate young Adam's 21st birthday with a chippy tea and just maybe a whiskey or two as we look forward to the close season. I'm Barry and this is the Progress with Unity podcast. Lovely intro, Barry, um, for the start of our final podcast of the season. Um, how are we doing? Very well, thank you. Enjoyed a nice chippy tea and we tried to open a bottle of Tam Lavoulin. There are other whiskies available. Yeah, we say thank you to Give Well Place for uh, our tea. Yeah, we did pay for did it. did pay for it, but just thank you to them for, uh, cooking, for it. cooking it. Uh, Paul cooking it. Mm. Over to Portland. Yeah, Thorpe, how are we doing? Wow. Losing the wheel. Adam, of the older variety, yeah. how are we doing? I was wondering how this compares to Bell's whiskey. Is Bell's better or worse? Minging, not ringing. Them Bell's are minging. Yeah, I have yeah. to say that I'm not really a whiskey drinker normally, but I'm giving it a go for the podcast. He does so the whiskey drink. He does out drinking. Anyway, how are you, Simon? You always go mad because we'd ask you. I'm good, thank you, Adam. I had a, had a good week and uh, looking forward to a good weekend coming up. Which we'll go, we'll, go to, we'll go into that later. And then on to young Adam, um, who is 21 mm-hmm. this week. Yep. How are we doing? Very good, thanks, Simon. Feeling older? Um, not yet. Yep. Voice is broken a bit this week, so yeah. uh, things are going well. It's a new me. Things are going well. So, uh, yeah. Right, without further ado, oh, I, don't know if, um, I don't know if many people remember, but we had a, we had a game on Sunday against the Lions from Millwall. So this is going to be interesting. Adam's had a few whiskies and a few beers. But he's going to re- older Adam and he's going to read the stats. The stats? In the style of um, Jeff Stelling. Yeah, the, the stats. Wigan Athletic versus Luton Town. Good start. Luton Town? I was just joking. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to it. Possession. Latics 52%, Millwall 48%. 15 attempts Latics, 11 Millwall. Latics had 4 on target to Millwall's inferior 3. Latics had 5 corners, Millwall 8. Very, for the last game of the season, there were a lot of fouls committed. 28 in total, 17 to the Latics, 11 to Millwall. Good quick, what was very interesting about the game we might maybe talk about the lenient approach to the referee because there were no yellow cards no red cards and according to the stats there were no goals but <laughs> I mean I had, had a few drinks but I'm pretty certain Latics did score a goal so it's not always don't always go with the written information because I think in my view it was Latics 1 Millwall 0 in front of 10,859 thank you very much Adam that's what well, I'm going to need crowd figures so um don't trust the goals, but you trust the crowd figures. <laughs> good game, I thought, on Saturday. I thought it was a uh, good on game. Sunday as well. I will. Yeah, good start to the podcast. <laughs> a good game on Sunday, wasn't it? 
for a game of nothing. Game, what you do? Who does these stats? Who can put it nil nil? Barry. Gareth. <laughs> That's why he's not sat around this table anymore. Stats. His stats were. Right. I was Sunday. What do we all think of the game? It was it was entertaining considering it was a dead rubber, wasn't it? Come see, come start. Yeah. I mean, Mil- Millwall were rubbish, weren't they? Yeah, awful team, but awful, awful um, entertaining match. Yeah. Yeah, it was point of view. I like the set, the set pieces of Millwall were dangerous, though. I think. Yeah. But that was the only thing they had. We play, I thought we played some really, really nice football. Oh yeah. Yeah. Some intricate passing in the bottom yeah. edge of the box. Yeah. There was a move before we scored the goal, which uh, I th- it would have been a goal of the season. Well, the about 20, 23 passes leading up to Sunday yeah. shooting. It was like watching Beach Hill, wasn't it? Mm. And all, but the goal itself was if, if Powell scores that first time because a rebound goal never gets a goal of the season does it but the actual move and the little one two creating the space and then the shot I mean if it wasn't if, if it wasn't saved and Garner puts the rebound in then that in itself was a quality yeah. move it was nice to see uh, some of the academy products um, from both sides really get a, get a run out um, some of them have got big futures and hopefully they can be nurtured in the right I think it was a jolly, jolly good move from Cobb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Carl Mack, is to you Carl McManaman, got um, a run out, was that his last turn out for Latics? We'll come to that in a bit, because yeah. we'll look at the ins and outs. Jonas Olsen played his last game before I gave his boots up. That's a definite. Yeah, that's a definite. Yeah, he looked like he wanted to score a goal too, didn't he? Well, yeah. Um, we, we were handed that piece of, that nugget of information, weren't we, uh, yes. last Friday morning. Inside info. Yeah, from Jonas himself. Um, very nice bloke. Yeah. Beautiful human being. Yeah. Yeah. He's a um, top bloke, actually. Yeah. Further north to Birmingham, anyway. That's what you're saying. So, 1-0. End of the season. Job done. Pretty good finish to the season. The Which, fo- uh, yeah, I'm oh, sorry, I was interrupting you on a look again. I thought we'd I'm going back to that. <laughs> <laughs> the style what we had. That's contract. Carry on with you, will you? Tell me what I can do. It's contract with you at this rate, Paul. That's very harsh. Well, come on then, Paul. Let's let's see what let's see what words of wisdom you've got then. Considering you watch, this is like a mid-season game, isn't it? Considering you watch, you're watching Jurgen Klopp. So, uh, no, that's all right. I can multitask. Go on, then. Go on. That's what you want. Yeah, it was a good finish. We were 12 points clear of the relegation. Anyway, moving on, form table wise. (laughs) (laughs) Derby, Derby, Derby. Go on, Paul. Shots fired. Go on. Um, Yeah, just we were 12 points clear at the end. We were nowhere near. And we were getting back towards where we perhaps felt we should have been most of the season. I just thought it was an interesting observation to be so far clear, having been genuinely panicking, like. Fortnight before, mm. yeah. Mm. Well, the form table suggests that we you know we've been doing quite well, hasn't it, uh, Barry? We're about to be placed in the form table. Oh, we're actually second behind Derby. We're uh, no, we're not fourth. The second with Middlesbrough on top of the form table. <coughs> Bura, is that hand signal? So stick me some more. In. <laughs> yeah, Bura have got twelve points, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, they are, yeah. Getting into this now. Oh, Sheffield United and Derby. Yeah, the second. That's the one. I'll pour it if he's going to give you more. Yeah. Yeah. Right, so that that was a nice little feature that we pulled When you think about it, that, there's no team outside the top seven, no other team bar us I think, yeah, there was an interesting stat that the first 12 games of the season, our last 12 games of the season, if we'd have 
kept that in the middle of the season, we'd have finished in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's uh, right. We, we I mean, it's a very, it's very, I know it's football. So what are we, are we going to the team? Is that what it is? <laughs> I, do, I think we, listen to the Paul Cook interview the other day. Winter came for House Cook, and that's, that was the problem right there. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, we, we did have we did have a couple of major problems, didn't we, right through the winter. One of it was was our left side due to injuries, not not players who were playing there, but due to injuries, we, we were absolutely hammered down down our left I think, side. And also, I, I think in general, our forward players, we, we basically we, we need to miss, won't they? Well, just the fact that they weren't in that period that you were talking about. I think we had a period of time where we had no Powell, no Greg. No Massey. Gianna weren't fit. Gianna wasn't fit. No Jacobs. So, end of the day, you know, you just a club like us cannot cannot function when we're missing key players like that in forward areas, and that puts more pressure on the defence because let's say the defence make one mistake, we didn't look like we really had a goal in us at certain times during that run of the season. As soon as the players came back. It was more giving the sloppy goals away rather than us scoring because I yeah. think pretty much apart from we did go very we did go very dry up front didn't we and that kind of like December December January. to February December to end of the transfer window yeah but even into even away from home into sort of February March I think. yeah but that's those three home games that we should have we we said well let's get let's get seven points from these three at least because I think we had Ipswich at home. Stoke at home, Middlesbrough at home, and we we ended up drawing all three. You know, it was kind of disappointing, and we we did that dry spell. I think I think the start of when it turned out when we started losing our early season form was when we obviously we we beat West Brom, and then we we we'd had the Millwall away game where we we had that chance to go two 0 up, and then it turned the game around. And then we had to face Sheffield United and Leeds, who were in you know were storming it at the top. And then after that, we had the Derby red card early on, and then we even with ten men was good. And then we kind of from there we lost our home form, and we kind of it, you, you were on that spiral, weren't you? Of, mm. You you know you get more and more desperate to start picking up points, and it it kind of tumbled up. And but we you know we could aspire to lose away games that we should yeah lost, away, we? Away, yeah no. if if we'd have picked up at least two or three more away wins we'd have been safe put it in March it's one of those the, isn't it the away form you can put into categories for me so we had the first uh, two or three where we didn't deserve to lose we probably deserved to win all of them then we got to I think Norwich was a little bit of a turning point in the sense that. We didn't really offer anything at Norwich, but no, we, we got robbed of the point. Yeah, we got robbed of the point, but then we went from a spell from end of September, uh, the Preston North End was probably the start, through to about Nottingham Forest, where maybe the odd little uh, green shoot somewhere with the with the Swansea game. But apart from that, I don't think yeah. we really deserved a win out of any of our away games. And then we went through a spell, Derby, Hull, Reading where we deserved at least a point in those games, if not three. And then it obviously all turned around at, at Leeds, didn't it? And we again got Leeds and Birmingham. We're actually, you know, we dug in at Leeds and probably deserved to win at Birmingham. So we've kind of, we've, we've had an odd, yeah. odd period. I don't think we've been as bad away from home as the uh, the data suggests. So uh, are we definitely into the season highs and lows now? Because we might as well just... Yeah, you're, you're an absolutely fantastic chair. You can just make that linkage. Well, yeah. So seasons highs. Not as good as Barry though. And 
You work with insubordinates. <laughs> uh, season, <laughs> season's highs and lows. Um, for me, my biggest low was Sheffield Wednesday away. Absolutely diabolical game. I had a good day, I though. No, I, well, I, I didn't have a bad day, but diabolical game, and I thought we can't get much longer than that. High for me was beating Bolton 5-2 at home. I mean, they've been to everywhere. They've been Munich, everywhere, Liverpool and Rome. Tennis yeah. balls. And now they're throwing tennis balls. Yeah. Tennis um, balls I home. think the law for me was possibly uh, either Birmingham or Sheffield United or so on, because we was absolutely battered on our own turf, and that was our saving grace, and it just felt like at that time everything was just falling apart. What's about your high? Well, the eyes are... One of two away games, and it's, it's difficult to pick which one for me. It was either Stoke away or Leeds away, and I, I think I possibly go for Leeds away, considering we, we were down to ten men. Yeah, and that that was that performance was was what sums our club up, what what it's all about down the years, um, togetherness, belief. Yeah, and, and, and against all the odds, coming away with three points. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, so Leeds mm. for me. Young Adam. I like it, don't leave me last. Yeah, um, <laughs> they can choose the same, you, you know, have to be different. Hey, excuse me, young Adam. Maybe, maybe the worst I've felt this season was after Hull away. Because I, it, it was, it was just that, it was, it felt inevitable that we were going to concede the way we did, you know, taking the lead into our time. It was, yeah. it was like a, a familiar pattern in that game, because it all summed up our season. And it was that point where I thought, here we go, we're in trouble. And I mean, that could fit in with a, looking at my flash scores 20 minutes into the Leeds game, and that was another pretty damning low to the point where I thought... Is that when you were Wigan That's when, I, yeah. No. That, that, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what you're on about. Um, that, that was, uh, yeah, that was when I kind of thought, yeah, League One, here we go. Um, highs, in, in, in the interest of... Same new ones other than Leeds away. I think after Villa at home, I think mm. it was an important result because it kind of stopped the rot and it kind of showed what we were all about when we needed to show it. And we were kind of all thinking, oh god, how long? You know, oh, here we go, we got Villa at home, Forest away, bye bye. We, we could be in <laughs> deep, deep doo doo at the end of all this. But yeah, that, that was a high. I mean, West Brom at home as well. Um, kind of. Sh- you know, we've we've had these flashes in the pan that shows we're too good to go down. It was just we didn't show it often enough, and we had obviously factors affecting that as well. So, but the okay, Paul. Well, if I I'm going to look at this or attempt to look at this, how you will look at this season in ten years, oh. and I think if you look back on this season in ten years, you'll remember three things, like Barry says. Beating Leeds from with ten men and um, a goal down, you'll remember pasting Bolton for sure, if they still exist, and you'll remember having watched Reese James, and I think those are the three key low takeaways. It's just the way form in general, and and the despondency that we got off the back of just yeah. persistently giving away leads away. You know, you get a goal up and you think, right, this is the week we're going to turn it round. Next thing you know, you've lost 2-1. Uh, Pendlestein. You know, I try and always come from a slightly different angle with things. Uh, I think, I mean... Angle. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think the high has got to be, in a way, because of what's happened in the previous two seasons, the Preston, Preston home game, 
you know, we, we absolutely, albeit we probably didn't need another point, did we? I don't think we mathematically needed another point. Uh, Actually, we, if we're 12 points clear... We didn't need one, no. Do we need, do we need any points after we... Could we have lost to Leeds? Yeah. Yeah. But it's psychology. But anyway, yeah. the, the Preston game on that day secured it, which yeah. I think was a great achievement with two games to We go. could have lost every single game. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were at the point where you're saying you were thinking, oh, we're down. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're actually my, already safe. My law was slightly different. <laughs> Not necessarily, I mean, it was it was terrible coming off the game, but what, what was the law for me was the fact that in all the time he's been at the club, Paul Cook has always been a very positive manager. He, you know, some people don't like the spin that he puts on things about it being a difficult league and stuff like that. But I, I, I don't mind that at all because I think he's just being honest. But after the Blackburn game, oh. he, he looked, he looked down in the dumps, and I think that's that's great. Maybe it was having the good people around him, good, no. good coaching staff around him, and maybe the players as well because I think they lifted him. To, to, to get him back to what he can do, in my view, because he, he, he did some great things after that. Yeah, and it is a tough, unforgiving league, and we shouldn't forget that. And we've done, we've achieved our objective. At the ultimately, we stayed up, and I want to particularly say great credit to Paul Cook. And I, I, you know, I think in years to come, that that moment when he, he said, even in the press conference the other day, the Bolton game could have seen the end of him. I'm glad it well, that's it. Could be another Paul Jewell. and that's that's gonna, that's where we're going to go into our uh, next part of the uh, the agenda. A lot of people calling for Paul Cook to um, leave. Not me. Um, there may have been people around this table. I do not know everyone's personal views, um, no. but where are those people now? Where are you? Let's be having you. Well, it's you if it's anybody. Yeah, yeah it definitely it's isn't me. It's none of us. Oh. I think to be fair to Barry, he wasn't he wasn't confident or stick. It's like when Gary Carlo was here. I mean, what they've done the previous season is enough for me for us to give them a season. Yeah. Gary Carlo shouldn't have been sacked. Paul Coote shouldn't have been sacked. The question for me was that something needed to change. Um, and it turned out it was a little bit of luck that we needed to yeah, change. That's what we needed. Rubber the green, wasn't it? Yeah. So you know, he's definitely a stay now. We build on what we've got. We've now got a full summer of there's going to be changes, um, which is what we're going to lead into now. Uh, plays out of contract. There is quite a substantial, not as many as some years, uh, but names to highlight: Nick Powell, um, Gavin Massey, Darren Gibson, Jonas Olsen, Callum McManaman. Um, plays you forget about Dan Leverkusen. Um, and then the lone players. Yeah, yeah Reese James, we'll, we'll come to them, players out of contract. So, what what do we do with those sort of players? Who would we like to retain? Oh, Reese James. <laughs> out of players out of contract. Gavin Massey, number one for me. Yep, I'm in uh, Gavin Massey. Yeah. Uh, Nick Powell would be a great asset yeah, to have yeah. at the club. Yeah. yeah. He runs around like he did on um, Monday, he'll be alright, won't I mean, to be honest, it, one way of looking at it is the fact that. Um, if we retain pretty much what we had previously and we still can add, because we're going to lose some loan players obviously, but to be honest, we didn't make all all of our loan signings this year weren't fantastic, were they? So no. we could improve in the loan market. So if we retain what we had, improve in the loan market, 
you could say. The player of the season was all on play. Yeah, well, that's yeah, it. Let's, yeah. go, let's well, go through those yeah, loans. We, so uh, what I'm saying is, is that we did have some bad loans. Yeah, 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 well, yeah. the biggest problem we had was when Anthony Robinson was out of left back. Well, let's, yeah. go, let's go through our loans because we've got Christian Walton. Please. Can I just interject no. before you do that? Um, when you look at the, the areas that we need, and this is where the loan players come in, we need a goalkeeper. Well, that's we've no left backs at the club. Yeah. We've got one right back. Yeah. Two centre midfielders we need. Yeah. And a striker. Okay. So I was, I was just about to come to left backs yeah. and keepers. Sorry, sorry. Because you've got the agenda, I'm not following your agenda. Thank you, Sam. <laughs> a lovely agenda. So Walton has returned to Brighton. I think with his message that we've all seen on social media, it looks like that that's that's that. Nobody does a three-year loan. Um, it's unprecedented. So we need no disrespect to Jerry Jones. You know, I'm a big fan of his. We need someone to come in and be potentially number, number one. Yeah, um, one of three probably. You'd keep Evans. So yeah, Evans, Jones. Who's out there in the market? We've, there's a lot of rumours going you, around. You need it's Williams, don't you? You need to get Williams in. Evans, Jones, and just so you got all the Welsh names covered. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I lost that one quickly. I'm thinking who the hell's Williams. Joe Hart's been told he can leave Burnley. Yeah, well, there's th Burnley's three quarter keepers there, aren't yeah. there? Championship club. Two wedges, two eyes. We've got money. We've not so got that one. We he's an international goalkeeper, isn't he? There has been. Right Burnley keeper's been spotted in Wigan this week. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's not get the rumour mill going just yet. No. But uh, Burnley keeper spotted in Wigan. It wasn't Joe Hart. It wasn't Joe Hart. It, it was wasn't Catholic. Nick, I, it saw, wasn't Nick I saw Pope at the Catholic Church. So, keeper, we're all in agreement with. Left backs, we have now no left backs. By the way, have we got a youth team left backs? Which are the youth team who's been playing? Like, we've had a great youth team. It's a Matthew, is he a left back? No, please. You watched him the other week. Which one's one's ready for stepping up? Oh, I was away. What? I was away. Oh, you mean. I mean, I may be thinking for a second left back. Because this year it was really old. Last year we went from having two first team left backs to this year we went to, at one point, before the season started, Robinson was quite late, wasn't he? So we had well, we Cal back. Cal Connolly. No, I'd like to see Robinson back. I'd have Robinson back. Yeah. I think and he, another. He puts fear into, into the opposition because of his pace getting forward and he breaks. I've had Leighton Baines, but he signed a new one near deal, hasn't he, at Everton? So is that blocking Robinson's progress at Everton then? Oh, I think so, because well, Baines becomes second choice, doesn't he? Yeah. He's not, he's not that, what's he called, Dean, Dean yeah. Yeah. Digny, isn't Dig it? Yeah, but he's, he's a quality player. He's not, he's not get, to be honest, no, no offence to him, he's young still, so he could do it, but at the moment, in my view, he's nowhere near Premier League quality. No, no. No, it is another season. He's a mid-table championship player. He needs another season under the same coach as well. Yeah, like, like a right-back who has now gone back down to Chelsea. Been involved in Chelsea first team training today, Wednesday, um, if you're since this on Saturday. Been involved in Chelsea first team training, obviously he can't play for them. Because um, his loan all expires in June, is it? Um, so yeah, we need another right-sided defender mm -hmm. slash midfielder slash goal scorer. I would say on that one, there's not as pressing concern because Nathan Burnley's good enough at this level. But the thing is, we've got to replace Reese James because what he's we brought to the team. Him. No, so we we need to bring in quality either in centre midfield or at right back that is as good quality as him. Another way of looking at it though is the fact that. We played with him at right back early in the season, didn't we? Nope. We played yep. with him early in the season at right back, and to be fair, at that point of the season, 
Um, you wouldn't have said automatically move him into midfield. And then when he played in midfield, you wouldn't have actually said, oh, Nathan Burns not doing the job at right back. So as good as he's been, I don't think he's he, he's the sort of player you say you can't replace in those positions because we've handled him not playing in those positions this year. So it's going to be a big loss, though. Of course, he's a big loss because he's he, he's going to be the England's best ever player. You can't mm-hmm. you can't replace that, can you? If no. not the world's best ever player. Well, but. let's let's just while, while we're on subject of Reese James, let's he he spoke to the goat. He, yeah, the goat, the greatest of all time. He spoke to myself and Adam Dinsey last um, last Friday. So let's just have a s- listen to what he has to say. Have we got a couple of interviews lined up? We, we have, yeah. We, well, we might have another one just afterwards. Or, I tell you what, let's treat him. Let's do them together. Gary Roberts as well? Yeah, Gary Roberts as well. Let's go for it. Hi, Lisa. Thanks for speaking to the uh, Progress of Unity uh, podcast. So, uh, just basically, just in a few words, just to sort of sum up your time at, uh, at Wigan, really, and... Uh, you know, how's, how's it gone for you? Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what to expect coming in. I don't think it could have gone much better. Yeah, I think you've had a, you know, a fantastic season, become a fans' favourite, um, picked up our Player of the Year award, and I think there's going to be many more coming on uh, on Monday. Um, what does that mean to you as a, a young player coming through? No, obviously, this is this is what you get when you you perform at a high level week in week out I mean that's what I've trained for my my career and I'm, I'm thankful that I'm doing well and suppose what's, what's your next steps from here where do you want to go to um, Adam here tipped you for uh, England greatness England captain um, is that you know that obviously that's the where every player wants to get to you can see yourself getting there yeah I mean I mean getting there so that'd be a great achievement and, and hopefully I can fulfil that yeah, I thought it was sort of interesting that you know you started as a sort of a forward and you sort of worked worked your way sort of into the uh, defence. Just wondering, sort of, with that in mind, who you sort of football idols were? You know, you, you sort of looked up to as you were coming through the ranks at Chelsea. Uh, coming through at Chelsea, it was always like Drogba, Lampard, Terry. They was always the main three that was like in my eyes the best there, and I always looked up to them. Yeah, some some players to follow. Um, we've seen you develop at Wigan from playing at uh, right back through to midfield. Where do you feel most comfortable? Do you feel? No, to be fair, it's, it's, it's the same really. Football, football, the position changes, but it's still the same game. Has the gaff given you more um, license to have a shot? Because you scored a an okay goal at Bristol City uh, this season. No, to be fair, he doesn't doesn't tell me when to shoot and when not to do anything. It's just sort of play your own game and. When you feel you should do something, do it. And I, I suppose one thing I want to ask is, what's the difference between um, playing at youth level and playing at senior level? Because for me, you've shown a lot of strength um, beating players and um, holding off players. What's that like? What's the step up been like? Is that taking a while to get used to this season? Uh, yeah, it took a took a while, a little bit getting used to. I mean, uh, it's more much more physical in, in the championship than it was playing under twenty threes, and the games are much quicker. At the time, getting used to that a bit as well. Yeah, just, just just thanks very much. Obviously, for get, giving up your time for the the interview, and obviously from from the podcast and all Wigan fans, we wish you the best of luck in the future. Thank you. Yeah, Cheers. Thanks. Thanks, Gary, for speaking to the uh, Progress Unity podcast. So, um, obviously, two years now at Wigan. I'm just wondering, like, what what the highlight is? Because there's been quite a few, haven't there, over the uh, very interesting sort of two year period that you've been here. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, the first year was 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 quite a good few. Um, with the city game, uh, the promotion. Um, but I think overall, I think the promotion was was the best for me. Um, the city game was good, but it just wasn't enjoyable at all. You didn't get a kick of the ball for the whole time I was on the pitch, just chasing shadows. Even when they went down to ten men, I remember the gaffer saying at half time. Uh, press high now we'll get after them and that lasted about two minutes couldn't get near the ball still with ten men so you can't really take the result was great but the game wasn't enjoyable so I'd say probably the promotion at, uh, at Doncaster and, and Fleetwood was sort of stick with you forever yeah and from an individual perspective I mean obviously you seem to have this have a habit of scoring the important goals this season really at times when we really needed them uh, yeah well first it was, it's great to be involved um, I've played more this year than last year, which is I spoke to Ash a few times. It, I didn't expect to play as much as I have done, and it's been good. Really enjoyed it and to get a couple of goals and just to help the lads along. It's been a good season for me. I think if we take uh, Reese James out of the equation for the next question, who's really impressed you um, this season? Um, <coughs> <laughs> Make it uh, difficult for you uh, now, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, there's a few lads. Don't know. There's a few lads who've played at this level for the first time. Um, look at Cal Smith, who, who's done exceptional. He's played how many positions? I don't know how many he's played, but whatever he's stepped up, he's he's done really well. First time at this level. Shay Dunkley's first time at this level. Um, Cedric as well. So there's lads who haven't been here before at this level and done really well. Um, Sam Mosey's always consistent. So there's lads who. We've done really well. I don't really think the, the league position reflected how well some lads have done, but we are where we are. And I think there's, I'd say, probably Nate Smith and, and Nathan Byrne have been really consistent. Like I said, talk about the league position, it must be frustrating for players as it is for us as fans because at home we've been doing okay. Yeah. That waveform has been yeah. has been something else. No, it, it's. And listen, we get, a, we get it every week, if not. We know the fans suffer with it, but we do suffer as well. We've tried a million things and um, sums us up going to Leeds and winning yeah. after, after well, losing. Well, <laughs> it's we finished uh, on, the, on the positive, obviously, with the, uh, obviously the Leeds performance and obviously another very good performance at, at Birmingham as well. So, uh, and I think, obviously, from sort of the March time, I think the performances have been very good. We've just not had the luck, really. Well, that's it. If you look throughout the season, we... <clears throat> We, we were saying <clears throat> we'd never really been apart from Brentford we'd never really been battered really by anyone we was always in the game so we would maybe it's a little bit of inexperience and whatever but we, we didn't have much luck on the road if, if you think back to the games QPRs, Norwich there's been quite a few where we've left points out there where we could have but as I say you look at Leeds we've had a bit of luck at Leeds so it does swing in both ways but I think next year we've got to we've got to really tidy up on our way for I think you look at Leeds and the celebrations from the players and, and staff, it, it just showed how much you know it did actually mean to, to everyone concerned. A lot of people think, oh, you just play for the club and then you're going to move on. Yeah. But the passion that was there from everyone was great to see. Yeah, no, when you come through something like, as we've kept the majority of players from League One, you, you grow up on when you've had them highs together and you, you've been through things together, you, you get a really um, tight group. And we've added a few lads who... The man just signs players. I think he goes on a big character reference. Who were good lads as well as good players. So 
we've got a good group in there and as you say you can see uh, the Preston game the Leeds game it means a lot to us to, to stay in this division and we are very much together Looking forward to next season and what's the what's the aim for yourself and then for, for the team? Um, obviously change the away form <laughs> and the playoffs if we, if we had a couple of wins but now um, um, myself is to, to come back and try my best in getting the team it's going to be tougher again because probably better players will come in again some will leave some will come in as every progressive club does so be tougher again but just try and stay fit and come back fit as I can and see if you get a chance but and hopefully we can you've just got to you've got to build on what you've done this year um, we've got a good group and I do think we underachieve well not underachieve but I think we left a lot of points out there this year and if we can uh, as you say, if you can pick up that away form a little bit, you never know where you can go. Yeah. Final question for me, um, just away from the Latics, obviously uh, players look at what's going on obviously around the Premier League and around Europe. Um, can you see any way that Manchester City are, are going to slip up in uh, in the last two games? I hope not. I really hope <laughs> not. Uh, no. Not, not, even, not even Brendan? I can't, I can't see um, I can't see Liverpool slipping up either. I can't see the ball. I think it's going to go down to the last day, and I'm just um, happy that Everton took the points off Liverpool that that could um, screw them up on the last day. That result at Goodison. Well, they took four, really. I know, I know, both games, but we uh, hope to God they, uh, they don't win it. Oh, thank you very much, guys. Cheers. Cheers. So, Adam, um, what were your thoughts speaking to Reese and Gary uh, last Friday? Well, first of all brilliant that they can speak to us, give up the time. I mean, we delayed Reese's breakfast. We de- delayed Paul Cook's press conference. Cook's press conference, yeah. I mean, Gary, I mean, Reece's great friend to speak to us. He's going to go on to great things. And, and Gary, Gary Roberts. Gary Roberts. Um, he just loves talking football, doesn't he? Yeah. What a man. And I think, um, you know, a special thanks to Ash and Nick for allowing us to come down um, last Friday interview players it was a very uh, busy day uh, a lot going on uh, I think they could have done without us being there but they still accommodated as well so <laughs> thanks very much for a very accommodating club yeah now speaking of Gary Roberts he tweeted uh, the other day to um, David Sharp said Rhys James had put on the on Twitter you know the video of him leaving the pitch and uh, David Sharp tweeted so this is our Tweet of the week, I think we'll go for. So, David Sharp, proud to have been a small part of what will be a very special career for you. Certainly the best signing I've been involved in while at the club, and in my opinion will go on to be the greatest ever player to play for Wigan Athletic. Gary Roberts, you told me I was your best signing. (laughs) Yes, Gary. So, it sends a few moments, we could have sat there all day. I saw football with him it probably is though because to be fair we're going to get more out of Gary Roberts in terms of time than we are out of East James yeah. so we're going to get quality over three years I put a a, a, a bid into the Latics actually for him to become a permanent member of the podcast for next season I'm sure you know what I, don't, I think we'd have to kick him out because he wouldn't be stopping talking yeah, we'd be like him and Adam yeah, that'd be it wouldn't it oh yes yeah. Adam. so um so yeah, and then you've got to look at players that we've re- we've retained. Joey Garner. We've got Joey Garner. He, he had a strong finish to the season, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Pierre's a decent. Uh, if you take his minutes for goal over the season, he's on. He's the best. 
20-something goals. Yeah, he's the best, he's the best. Around. No, he was the best though when Will Grigg left. He had the best uh, goals to minutes ratio when Will Grigg left. We'll not talk about Will Grigg because I think it, we might lose some fans in the North East if we go into that because I think a few of them aren't too impressed. With it's because the, he's playing in a shite team, that's why he's not scoring goals. With Max Power, Reese James. Max Power! And I was going Anyway. Catamore, what's his first name? <laughs> yeah, Should we have a look at. The season's not over for a lot of teams in the Championship. No. Um, the playoffs are underway. Congratulations. Whoa, 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 hang on, hang on. The season's not over for a lot of teams in the Championship. Oh, four. <laughs> four. <laughs> That's a lot of teams. It's four not. Teams. It's four more. Anyway, you no, go back to, you go back to it's, playing. It's one six. Carry on. Clash of Clans or whatever one you're six. playing. Carry on. A sixth of teams are still in action <laughs> in the Championship. That's better. Um, Derby made it there on the last day of the season. Villa, West Brom and Leeds who bottled it I think it's fair to say that Leeds mm -hmm. bottled it Congratu Congratulations to Norwich so. City on promotion as champions and congratulations to Sheffield United who went up also and good luck in the next season um, To go around the table I'm being filmed, this is great Barry, who's going up from the championship? Um, oh, Norwich <laughs> <laughs> Usually, when a team sneaks in at the, at the last minute and has a good run of form, you you, you pick them, wouldn't you, like Derby County of... of Frank Lampard's Derby County. Yeah, but for me, I, I don't... I, they're, not, they're no great shapes, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Rubbish. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go for Villa. I think Villa will, uh, will go up. Um, Villa for me. Yeah. Villa for... Paul? Do you know what question is? No, I don't care. Adam? Derby County for me. Derby County. Romantic world. Um, <coughs> yeah, I, I think I'm going to go with Derby as well. Front line pass, Derby County. Good choice. Uh, for me. So, from League One, Cheers that's an it. interesting uh, playoff race, isn't it? League One playoffs, Doncaster, Charlton, Portsmouth, and Sunderland who face each other. Adam and I have already discussed this. I'll tell you what, I'd love to come out of that. I'd love, I'd love Doncaster to come on. I'd like Doncaster. Because then you've got you've got three relatively large clubs stopping in League One yeah. with Sunderland, Charlton, and Portsmouth. Well, three clubs who's been in the Premier League in the not too distant past. Uh, add into that your Ipswich who's gone down yeah. your Bolton if they're still there yeah. if they still exist Rotherham who we know has got bags of spirits you've got um, who else is in there coming up uh, you, your playoff teams are Sunderland <laughs> Charlton <laughs> Doncaster is that why I like podcast yeah I'm just thinking of League One next thing it could be an absolute stinker <laughs> not like that one that they've just dropped I would there. I reckon I like Doncaster because we can East Dean on the way, can't we? Yeah, we can do East Dean. I'm going for Doncaster. Are you a form man or uh, the cream always rises to the top? I think <laughs> form, form, form plays a massive part in it. I mean, remember Barnsley when we got promoted that yeah. season? How they came through? Beat us four one. Not yeah, last day. Yeah, but Lee Nichols was on holiday. Yeah. Nice, and nice play form. I so look, I, I would say. I, I do still think that even though the form's rubbish, I do think they've got enough individuals to get promoted. I might be hoping because they're on my bet for the year. Sunderland. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so we'll see how that goes on. New kit will be coming in this summer. Is it uh, tight fitting? I don't know. 
we don't know what 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 we're expecting. Well, it's going to be a puma. We know that, and uh, <laughs> the, the puma. I uh, can't do a tight fit anymore. No, the puma. Not, they've got a bit of room in them puma. They're not bad sizes. Will that uh, be an XL? You'd be a, an XL. I'd be a double XL. I'll, I'll think of a bigger ball structure. Probably fitter than me and I, Barry. Uh, not today. Not the way I play today. I'll just be a medium by the time we get there. You talked um, a good game before, on not you? When's it, I mean, I think the thing with the new kit coming out, it's going to, after, after we've declared who our new sponsors are going to be, isn't it? So this could be, possibly old up. Um, oh, have you got the stadium naming rights up for grabs this summer as well? Yeah. What's so, our uh, funding like? Have we got enough to, to sponsor the stadium this year, the PWU podcast? No, I think we're, in, I think we're, uh, we just, we just have enough for a chippy tea yeah, anyway. <laughs> Sponsor out. We've got that one the PWU stadium. Yeah. There was absolute memory of the season just while we're on. I thought um, you were done that one. No, from from the comp, we asked put on Twitter today <laughs> your uh, podcast moment of the year. Two and people have replied. Danny playing in us. Yeah, Danny. Danny. Barry being drunk. It's happening again. That's been mentioned a few times to me, actually. About Last podcast of the season. The only thing is, is Barry, will know it. It. Barry will never be able to replicate it because he doesn't remember. So, uh, yeah, that's where we're up to. Um, you was at your daughter's wedding that day, weren't you? I was, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a good day. It's us a few times. It's a good day. Now, this new scoreboard's going in and a new ticketing system. I owe you two quid. That's all right. Okay, this podcast is going to... What do we own, eh? New um, scoreboard, oh, big screen, big, big telly. Big telly in far corner. Yeah. Uh, that one's is not too windy. Apparently they're going to put Cory on it during games, so... Yeah. Caters for all... Can't audiences. be a bit. Ken Barlock. They might be one of those fans in the crowd and you win a prize. Well, he might not be still alive next season. That'd be quite yeah, good. He's yeah. 80s, isn't he? William Roach is a good actor. West Brom do that prison. kind of stuff. He's only had one job, hasn't he? Anyway, season ticket prices. Very well priced out of yeah. this season. Um, <laughs> what, is he on sale at the moment? Been a bit no, they said they were waiting to find out about this new ticketing system. Is the uh, early bird goes off at the end of May, though? Yeah, it? I think you have ten days to get it. Right, so... But you can enter into a plan, can't you? Is this new... Yeah. Is this new uh, system going to be ready before the end of May? Yes, I think it's to do the rugby playing as well, oh, and it's because they're going to swap over as well. Yeah. So there's all that kind of uh, carry on with that. So, but very reasonably priced. Great advert for it. I've not seen, seen it, it now. Absolutely magnificent. Oh, that one with the spray painting, and it's I didn't see anything at the beginning of it. It was a bit blurry at the beginning. When there's a day when you buy the season ticket, do you prefer Barry or Adam's mum? Answers answers below. That was last season with Adam's mum. This year is Barry. Yeah. So what do you prefer, Shez or Baz? (laughs) That's the hard hitting question. All you had to do was stand there and hold that thing up. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard though he's increased ticket sales. We're going to have twenty five thousand season tickets next year. Fake news. No, no, I've been approached by other clubs to uh, appear on those as well. Bolton? Being one of them. (laughs) Anyway, um, speaking of lower leagues, a few of us on the table are going to Chorley um, on on Sunday. Of the Magpies? Magpie Army. Hey, pay. Chorley FC versus Spennymore Town Football Club. 
Paul's been there watching Bamber Bridge in the past, haven't you? Yeah, long time ago. We'll be live on Sorry FM as well. Yes, it will be. I'm, I'm just trying to take the ticket off me, but I need to use the uh, details off the front of it. So, Sunday the 12th of May, 3 o'clock kickoff. Tickets are currently on sale in person only at Chorley FC Club Shop. Um, it's the National League North playoff final. The winners go into what was the conference, is now the National League. Division 5, in effect. Yeah. Uh, and and the, who will they be playing next season if they go up? The Magpies. Wrexham. The Magpies against the Magpies. Yeah, Notts County. County. Some big yeah. grounds. I mean, can you imagine Notts County turning up at, uh, yeah. at Chorley? Yorville. So, so we'll be there. This, <laughs> I think when I went down, there was about a thousand tickets sold. They've both got the same strip, haven't they? Yeah. Um, so it should be a should be a good day. We're all looking forward to it, aren't we? We're standing, old mm-hmm. school standing. It's probably tickets. the biggest match of the day, isn't it? A ten for sixties. Get the tickets. Thirteen quid under sixties. Not bad prices. Yep. Um, so get your tickets if you want to go. Go and support the Magpies. And. Um, Magpie Army. Andy Teagle takes us to the Football League. Yeah. There's uh, a step yet, though, in the pyramid. Yeah, but he'll Conference get there. It's tough these days. It's it tough. is. It's, it's tough. a tough, unforgiving league. But they, if they get up there, though, they've done well. It's something you've got to strive at, haven't you? You've got to go for it. It's no point being in the pyramid structure if, you, if you're not ambitious. Well, one, one thing I would say is that um, whoever goes up this season, and I think all the playoff sides, apart from Wrexham in the Conference, or whatever it's called now, National League, are all um, first time is it, is it not filed v Salford in the final it's already it, yeah. yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying but the yeah. other clubs apart from Wrexham you had I think you had Lane uh, Orium Lane well, automatic but these players Ebsfleet and uh, Solly Solly Holmo Solly Holmo's yeah managed by Tim Flowers Tim Flowers yeah who, who is he like like related to Mike Flowers Pops Mike Flowers Pops, yeah. Wonderwall. What a track that was, wasn't yeah. it? Who's you do your Mike It is like Phoenix Knights, yeah, it's worse than uh, the Phoenix yeah. book. You can tell us a lot um, of the season. Out of Fylde and Salford, who would you like to see come up? Fylde. Can I take it from a betting angle or uh, the no, ball? The ball. Punching a book at the station, aren't they, when you think about the clubs themselves? Yeah. I know They've both had loads of money pumped into Yeah, Salford's had a lot of A bit more than Fylde, though. But, uh, you yes. think it'd be, it'd be overpopulated that yeah. uh, Falco? So Coast? Some people were in the Manchester League about four years ago, weren't they? Yeah. Can you imagine having filed Morecambe, Fleetwood, Blackpool all in the Football League? Yeah. Would we? Some weekends. Have we still got the Latics player at Filed? Uh, yeah, Luke, Luke Buck. Luke Buck, yeah. But he's not on loan with. He's signed, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he's still, he's still yeah. supporter. I'm thinking in midfield as well, that Jordan Musto. Jordan Musto, yeah. yeah. What about. Uh, he's I thought Sophie had one of ours, but maybe not. Danny Whitehead. Danny Whitehead, yeah, he was one of ours, wasn't he? From Macclesfield, was he? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, from us, I think we all say good luck to Charlie at the weekend. Good luck. Best of luck to uh, Charlie. We'll be there. Mm-hmm. Boosting the crowds. Um, anyone else got anything you'd like to bring to the final podcast of the season? I think it's been a, it's, it's been a good season, <laughs> this, for, for the, on the podcast. Um... These Barry's closing remarks. Well, not really, no. We've got 300 episodes, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. Still going. We've had some good laughs. Yeah, we've, you know, we've got pictures from new listeners, and it's, you know, people who sit around me. um, We'll see you all next season. Vernon, 
and uh, Nat Witch ticks as well. Give a mention to my mate Rob from uh, Preston. He's a Preston North End fan. He's listened to the podcast every week since the Preston game, and he's a Preston fan. So mm. even other league clubs, if we can hit the ninety-two, if all ninety-two league clubs are listening to us, then we probably will be. Yeah, yeah. It's, I, I think it's been a good, been a good, a, a good season in here. I mean, we've lost, we've lost a member, haven't we? Um, yeah. But these things happen in in football. People come and go. Contracts are up sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, uh, people he, are always welcome to come yeah. down, aren't they? Of course, yeah. yeah. Slide into our DMs. Well, everybody, well, apart from Barry, everybody else has turned up on. Well, you three have just turned up and stayed. So yeah, it's been quite. Everybody's well. You know, when you get here, we, we everybody's welcome. I felt very welcome when I arrived. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I am going to pass over to Barry now for your for your closing gambit now for the podcast, <laughs> and a, a full on thank you to you know everyone, yeah, club, everything like that. Thank you to the listeners, and uh, you know we're, we're open to suggestions apart from the one about us coming off her. Mm. We're not open to that one, uh, but we are open to suggestions and ideas, and if people yeah. want to come and join us, they're quite welcome to. Um, Maybe even video in it. Yeah, we could do a live version. We've had some interesting guests this season as well, haven't we? When we think back, we've, we've yeah. had uh, Will from America, Guy Clark, Guy Clark, yeah. Kieran Crompton, who is still collecting for his yes. uh, still John, John Pendlebury, Michael's. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we've had Darren Royal and Jonathan Jackson both. I love it how they've, they've come. We've got a lot of uh, Jay interviews, yeah, guests, interviews, speakers. Um, uh, massive thank you to, to Nick and Ash. Yeah, thank you. Very supportive as well. Putting up with us. Yeah. Sending Put us nice, strongly worded emails. Putting up with you, you don't mind us. No. It's us. Yeah. Collective, we're in it together. So, um, we're back in August. Yeah, we're back in August, so I, I, I think we'll have about four or five new players in by then as well. Will we? Oh, yeah, sure. On the nice. podcast? I hope so. Oh, I mean, <laughs> the, the last six, I'm hoping so, and, and we'll have been to a couple of friendlies at least, won't we? Yeah. But has it not been announced yet, the friendly programme? No? No friendly programme yet, Sam? No? No? We should usually get the odd one dripping through, don't you? But we'll be at Safeport somewhere like that, won't we? Oh yeah. So if that's it for everyone, no one else got anything else to bring to the table. Yeah, just one last thing. Uh, happy birthday, Adam. Yeah, Thank happy you birthday. He's now twenty-one. He's made it in life. On that lovely bombshell, it's a good night from me. Uh, good, night. good night, for us. Good night. Happy whiskey. Up the ticks.